I was reading earlier this week a passage in John chapter 15, and I've read this passage many times. And today, you know, there was just one particular thing that stood out to me. It's like, you know, Jesus does not have hostages. Um, He doesn't take prisoners. This whole thing with him is voluntary. Come on, I'll show you what I'm talking about. It's John chapter 15. And in verse number seven, he says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. It was there that, you know, my spirit or my mindset, if you will, was alert to the fact that, hey, you know, this is a volunteer thing. It's an if you do, right? If you do, there's some benefits. But before we get into that, let's go back up to uh, what Jesus says at the beginning of this particular passage. He says he's the true vine. His father is the gardener. He talks about how God cuts off every branch in him that does not bear fruit and he prunes others that do bear fruit so that they can be even more fruitful. Jesus tells his disciples that they are already clean. Now that's what pruning is referring to, right? It's talking about a cleaning uh, so that it can be uh, profitable or better to bring forth even more. So he says, to his disciples, you're already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Now, I had to look that up too, y'all, because the Bible mentions, I believe it is in, let me see, let me look at my notes really quick about how the word cleanses us. Oh yeah, it's Ephesians chapter 5 and verse number 26 about how we can be washed through the word of God. If we get the word of God in, the word of God will cleanse. Okay, that rhymes, right? Yes, it does. Well, anyway, the focus is about remaining. And Jesus mentions this four times between verses 4 and 7, I believe. He says, remain, verse number four, remain in me as I also remain in you. He said, I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to stay with you, okay? But I don't want you to leave me. Remain, meaning stay, live, keep, abide. It means to rest. It means to continue indefinitely. That's what remain means, y'all, to continue indefinitely. He says, you can't bear fruit unless you remain in me. He says, no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Now, we can't be the productive people that we want to be, not according to God's values and views, if we are outside of Christ. We have to remain in him. Again, remember that staying and keeping with him. Um, He says again that he's the vine. This is verse number five. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. I just said that. Now, it might look like we're being successful. It might look like we're being profitable, but will it last? 
And see, that's what Jesus is talking about. He's talking about will what you produce last or will it, you know, wither up? Will it dry up? Um, Will it uh, be destroyed? You know, that's what he's saying. He's saying, if you remain in me, these things, you know, that you do, oh, they will cause lasting fruit. It, It will cause fruit that will produce fruit. Okay. It will keep on growing and producing. Now, he says in verse number six, if you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. Now, I told you, he says, if, if you remain, if you remain, if you abide, you know, this is voluntary. It is not forced. Jesus is not trying to keep us against our will, but his hope is that we will remain, that we will choose to stay with him. You know, he's not kidnapping you. This is not a hostage situation. This is a voluntary service, okay? This is a commitment and it is a choice, all right? You're choosing to be committed to Jesus because when we are not, we can't really do anything. I don't care what it looks like. It's not profitable and it's not benefiting you. Now notice what he says. He says that the one who does not remain, like if you don't remain, if you choose to leave him, you're like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown in the fire and burned. So there are consequences for rejecting the Savior. There are consequences for not a abiding in him or remaining in him. Those consequences result in, you know, being discarded. You have lack of vitality and then even being destroyed. And you may not even think about it and it may not even look like it uh, from your vantage point because the world's view calls success different than what God calls success. So if you really want to be successful, if you really want to be prosperous, if you want to be in the good graces of God, then you got to remain with Jesus. Now, I thought about this also in another sense, because when we look at if, if could it could it also be uh, reference to when? So let's just say when you remain or when you do not remain. Right. Or what about because because you remain or because you do not remain? See what I'm saying? You know, there this is um, Jesus is showing reason, if you will, for you to remain like this is a benefit there are benefits to remaining with Jesus because in verse number seven that's the one I started with that was the one that really jolted my spirit it says if you remain in me and my words remain in you ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you there are benefits attached to uh, remaining in Jesus and his words abiding in you, meaning you know God's word and you're keeping God's word in your heart, keeping it 
not just as a reference point, but as a way of life, actually employing the word, doing what the word of God says. When we do it, that's when we get yielded results, okay? <laughs> um, you know, was that somebody, I think it was James maybe, that wrote, don't just be hearers of the word, uh, but be doers of the word. You know, God talks about how his word will produce. He talks about how his word prophesies where he sends it that his word accomplishes and so that's the way it is with Jesus and what he's saying here he says if you remain in me like if you stay with me if you live with me and then if my words remain in you if my words live in you if my words are kept by you if my words um are continuing in you then you can ask whatever you will or what you wish now if the word of god is dwelling in you if the words that jesus has given uh if they are dwelling in you you're not gonna ask a lie you're not gonna ask for any old thing you're not gonna ask against god's will now you know you're not gonna ask for somebody else's husband or wife you're not gonna ask for someone else's life you're gonna ask for the life that god has for you it's okay to ask for a car if you need it. It's okay to ask for a house or, you know, clothes, provision. Yeah, you can ask for those things. But you also have to ask in alignment with the will of God, right? And if his words are abiding in you, you're going to ask according to his words. Now, I want you to know something here. When we abide in Jesus and his words abiding us, when we remain in Jesus and his words remain in us, it gives us access to answered prayer, right? That's that component about, hey, just ask it and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Why? Because you with me I got you that's what Jesus is saying because you with me I got you come on y'all that's a shouting point right there Jesus has us now I want you to be careful here because Jesus is not a genie no he's he's not just here to grant your wishes no there has to be an element of obedience remember he talks about if you love me then you will obey my commands we got to obey his commands jesus is not a genie he is the truth he is the way he is the life and when we abide in truth truth will produce the good results that we are looking for so jesus is telling us to remain and he He's replicating what his father does for him. Now, if we look at verse number nine, he says it this way. He says, as the father has loved me, so have I loved you. See, he does what the father has done. That's what Jesus does. And we are to do for Jesus as he has done for us. And ultimately how, how God has done for us all, because without God sending Jesus, we wouldn't even have this opportunity to share this word that we are sharing right now or to live the life that we are living in him. So he says, as the father has loved me, so I have loved you. And he goes on to say, now remain in my love. He's saying, this is the love. Love. This 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 is where you want to be. 
This is where it is at, y'all. Listen, the world may present things that are lovely and enjoyable, but they're fading, they're fleeting, and they're passing. They're not lasting. You know, they can corrode, they can become corrupt, um, but not the love of God. It's everlasting. It's pure. It's enduring. You know, it's the place of safety and rest. It's the place of um, unendable joy. Come on. Yeah, that's what it is. So he says, remain in my love. This is what he's saying. You know, what I've done for you, what, um, how I've given my life for you, how I've shown you the way. Remain in this because this is where it's at. This is where you want to be. Now notice verse number 10 and then we will end. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love. What did I tell you? Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. That's how you show it. You show your love by keeping what I have taught you. And what I have taught you is the way to life. I taught you how to live peaceably in a world full of chaos. I've taught you, you know, how to get along with others, even when they're not getting along with you. I've taught you the way of uh, righteousness. I've taught you the way of prosperity. I've taught you the way of life, period. And so Jesus says, keep my commands. And he says, if you do this, you will remain in my love. All right, y'all. So there is this component, right? This element of obedience. We have to obey. We have to adhere to the word of God. Now, this is one of the things that I just love about God is the fact that he is so merciful and how he extends grace to us the undeserving, that even when we falter, even when we get out of alignment, the word says, if you confess your sins, that God is faithful, he is just to cleanse you and purify you from all unrighteousness, meaning he can put you back into relationship, right and proper relationship with him. And it's it's key. We um, confess our sins right away, especially when they're brought to our attention because we don't want that old enemy to have anything to hold over our heads. No, we get it right with God and he's willing. He's always willing to forgive. Okay, remain with him. So when we remain in Jesus, right? When we remain in his love, we can ask whatever we wish. And his command is for us to love each other as he has loved us. Now, when we talk about the word cleansing, I just want to talk about this briefly. The word of God washes us. It cleanses us. The words of Jesus were serving as a pruning for his disciples and his words serve as a pruning for us too. His words washes away the non-productive activity in our lives. There are things that we did or do that once we get in the word, it kind of, you know, it draws us away from those things because they are counterproductive. They are not reaching, um, the things that bring satisfaction in our life, in our new life. 
that is in Christ Jesus. So his word helps us to grow. His word gives us a new mindset, a new way of thinking um, that will ultimately affect our behavior. His word teaches us the right way. His word is a transformer. It transforms our thoughts. It transforms our behavior. It transforms even the way we speak. And his word washes away the old and ushers in the new. So what am I trying to tell you today? Today, I'm encouraging you to remain, to stay with Jesus. You know, it's a voluntary gig, right? It's a commitment and it is a choice. So my hope for you today is that you will remain committed to Jesus and continue daily to choose him and his way. All right? Because that's how he would have it. He wants us to remain because there are blessings and benefits attached to remaining. Father, we thank you today for giving us your son, Jesus, and Jesus loving us as you loved him. Thank you, Father, that through Christ and in him, we have answered prayer and we have benefits and blessings that abound. I pray for those today who have not accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. And I pray, Lord, that they will come into the knowledge and they will come into relationship with Jesus. And those of us who may have become a little stale in the relationship, Father, help us to be refreshed and renewed. All right, y'all. This is your, your daily dose. And remember, a daily dose of God's word is good for the soul. Be blessed.